Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 714. Why sitting too much is seriously bad for your health. By Joe Leach with healthline.com. And I'm Dr. Neil Malik, reading you some of the most popular health and fitness blogs out there, with permission from the websites, of course. And I love reading from Healthline because they always back up whatever they claim with real data. They always provide citations from the data and the research that they're quoting. And so with that, let's get right to the post as we optimize your life. Why Sitting Too Much is Seriously Bad for Your Health by Joe Leach with Healthline.com. Modern society has been engineered for sitting. As a result, humans spend more time off their feet than ever before. However, recent studies show that all this sitting is doing much more harm than anyone thought. We're gonna explore why sitting too much is seriously bad for your health. People are sitting more than ever before. The idea that sitting can be harmful seems ridiculous at first thought. Sitting is a default human body posture, and when people work, socialize, study, or travel, they often do so in a seated position. It's second nature. However, that doesn't mean sitting is harmless. It's like eating, necessary yet incredibly harmful if you do too much of it. Unfortunately, sedentary behavior, or sitting too much, is now at an all-time high. Over half of the average person's day is spent sitting, doing things like driving, working at a desk, or watching television. In fact, the typical office worker may spend up to a whopping 15 hours per day sitting. Agricultural workers, on the other hand, only sit about three hours a day. Bottom line, sitting too much is incredibly harmful. Humans now sit longer than ever before, with the average office worker sitting up to 15 hours a day. Sitting limits the amount of calories you burn. Your everyday non-exercise activities like standing, walking, and even fidgeting still burn calories. This energy expenditure is known as non-exercise activity thermogenesis, or NEAT, the lack of which is an important risk factor for weight gain. Sedentary behavior, like sitting or lying down, involves very little energy expenditure. It severely limits the calories you burn through non-exercise activity thermogenesis, or NEAT. To put this in perspective, Studies report that agricultural workers can burn up to 1,000 more calories per day than people working desk jobs. This is because farm workers spend most of their time walking and standing rather than sitting in a chair. Bottom line, sitting or lying down uses far less energy than standing or moving. This is why office workers may burn up to 1,000 fewer calories a day than agricultural workers. The longer you sit, 
the fatter you get. When it comes to weight management, the fewer calories you burn, the more likely you are to gain weight. This is why sedentary behavior is so closely linked to obesity. In fact, research shows that obese individuals sit for an average of two hours longer each day than lean people do. Bottom line, people who sit for long periods of time are more likely to be overweight or obese. Sitting is linked to early death. Observational data from over 1 million people shows that the more sedentary you are, the more likely you are to die early. In fact, the most sedentary people had a 22 to 49% greater risk of early death. However, even though the majority of evidence supports this finding, one study found no link between sitting time and overall mortality. The study had some flaws, which likely explains why it contradicts all other research in the area. Bottom line, the majority of evidence suggests that the most sedentary people have a much greater risk of dying early. Sedentary behavior is linked to disease. Sedentary behavior is consistently linked to more than 30 chronic diseases and conditions. This includes a 112% increase in the risk of type 2 diabetes and a 147% increase in heart disease risk. Insulin resistance, a key driver of type 2 diabetes, has been a particular area of interest for those researching sedentary behavior. Studies have shown that walking fewer than 1,500 steps per day or sitting for long periods without reducing calorie intake can cause a major increase in insulin resistance. Researchers believe that being sedentary has a direct effect on insulin resistance, and this can happen in as little as one day. Bottom line, long-term sedentary behavior increases the risk of health conditions like type 2 diabetes and heart disease. Inactivity is believed to play a direct role in the development of insulin resistance. Exercise doesn't completely eliminate the risk. While regular exercise is always recommended, it can't completely offset all of the health risks of sitting too much. One study tested this theory by measuring metabolic markers in 18 people following different exercise protocols. When the entire day is spent sitting, one hour of intense exercise cannot make up for the negative effects of inactivity. Additionally, A recent review of 47 studies found that prolonged sitting was strongly linked to negative health outcomes, regardless of exercise levels. As expected, the negative effects were even greater for people who rarely exercised. Bottom line, being physically active is incredibly beneficial, but exercise alone does not completely make up for the negative health effects of sitting. Designing a chair-based world was a mistake. Modern humans spend a lot of time sitting and are only now beginning to realize how bad it is for our health. That's not to say you should never sit down and relax, just that you should try to minimize the time you spend sitting during the workday. Minimizing sedentary time is just as important for health as a nutritious diet and regular exercise. Exercising for 60 minutes a day so that you can sit or lie down for the other 23 hours is not gonna cut it. You can't outrun a bad diet, and you can't out-exercise a sedentary lifestyle. You just listened to the post titled, Why Sitting Too Much is Seriously Bad for Your Health by Joe Leach with Healthline.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 
93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. I've seen these studies as well. And as someone who does have to sit quite a bit for my job and when I prepare presentations and materials for my students, sometimes I am sitting, but I do make concerted efforts to actually get up and move around when I know I've been sitting too long. So what's great is if you start taking regular breaks, and I know it can be hard, especially when you're super focused, but if you start taking regular breaks, your body will get used to it. And then what'll happen is if you've been sitting too long, your body will start to get fidgety. It's like your body will tell you it's time to get up. I've realized that's been happening to me. And it's not just enough to use like a standing desk per se. That definitely helps, don't get me wrong. But we're finding that it's not just standing that's gonna help improve your health. It's standing and then moving. You have to move. You can't just sit and then stand and then sit and then stand every few hours or so and expect to get some health benefits. You actually have to move. So take a quick five-minute stroll, clear your head, and then come back. And if you can do that regularly throughout the day, especially if you're kind of tied to your desk eight to nine hours or up to 15 hours a day, if you can take even five or 10 minutes to just take a walk around, we are finding that it will help offset some of these negative health effects of sitting for too long. So again, five minutes, seven minutes, 10 minutes, whatever you can afford, just doing that regularly can help offset some of this damage. And of course, just like the author mentioned, be sure in addition to that, you incorporate some planned and structured physical activity most days of the week. Oh, and if you're thinking about disease prevention, we're finding through research that 60 minutes of vigorous intensity activity, six to seven days a week may prevent cancer. Really fascinating stuff. All right, before I go, if you wanna meet some like-minded people and participate in bonus book giveaways and lots more, come join our Facebook group. You can search for Optimal Living Daily Podcasts on Facebook to find it and request access. Or the shortcut link is oldpodcast.com slash Facebook. All right, that'll do it for today. I'll be back here tomorrow for our usual and my favorite Friday Q&A. So stay tuned for that where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this show, and Optimal Living Daily, the brother podcast of this one. Literally, I'm Dr. Neil's brother. If you like the format of this show, you'll love Optimal Living Daily too, where I also read to you from blogs, but cover other topics like personal development, finance, and minimalism from bloggers like Derek Sivers, The Minimalists, Zen Habits, and many more. So for more amazing content read to you for free, come subscribe to Optimal Living Daily too, and together, we'll optimize your life. You've been listening to Optimal Health Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode. 
and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift, as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.